All right, and we're back for another episode of the Sports Department Podcast with Justin Valentovic, Stephen Clark, Stephen Bologna, and Anthony Bye. Walker's here. And today we're talking about probably the only news in the MLB offseason for a very, very, very long time. And that is, of course, the lockout that was dropped on the Players Union, well, December 2nd at midnight, which is today when we are recording it. So we'll get into that as well as the free agent moves that were made before the lockout and probably only ones that will be made for several months. So before we get into all of that, guys, what's going on? No baseball for a while. <laughs> this sucks. I this is gonna be a while. If, if if we get past February or if we get into February, it's getting delayed. I, I yeah, I'm saying I don't. If we get like I'm saying, if we get a new CBA before February first, I'll be shocked. Um. Y- yeah. I mean, I, I all all four of us. You know, we like baseball. This is getting into how we're doing, but um, we like baseball. But um. This makes baseball so unappealing, like a lockout with like nothing yeah. happening, like during this time, like no wonder why the sports like falling off for most people, for most American watchers and why football is number one and basketball is number two. Like I, I when I was like, on, when the news broke, it almost felt like this is like, I picked like, this is like how the apocalypse would begin. Yeah, I feel I like. Agree. Cause yeah. like it came out and it was really ominous and you go on LB.com and all the players' faces are taken off. Like, all, the, all their headshots yeah, are it's taken like off. If, like, Earth no content. Hit with a, it's like uh, in Armageddon, like, when the meteor is coming and you just kind of right. see it coming towards you. You know what's going to happen, <laughs> and you're just counting right. down and waiting for the inevitable. And yesterday, you know, right when the lockout happened at, like, 12.01, Rob Manfred released a great little statement. Obviously, it's not completely his words. It's the words of the owners because he does work for them, and he's basically there. PR person and whipping boy for all the slings and arrows coming from, you know, the fans and the players and whatnot. He is the figurehead. So he takes all the shit from everybody else. And his statement was basically a big fuck you to the players association, considering it says a letter to fans when basically he's just shitting on them and blaming them for everything and the situation we're in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's sad because like, you know, you think about these MLB franchises, where do they make most of their money? The fans. So it's the fans are really the ones being locked out here. It yeah. sucks, but not the fans, best. We should we should boycott like buying merchandise and everything. That that'd be kind of fun if everyone decided to get together and just, you know, stopped making We're, these MLB teams money. It's gotta it's gotta go fund me going. And it's love, amazing. Not- and it's amazing how like in his thing, because I'm I'm just kind of skimming his letter where he was like the like requests that the players were asking for would be like detrimental to the game. It's like, dude. They just want a DH. They want to be able to be paid earlier in free agency and more, you know, revenue sharing. It's and they're like, it'll destroy the game. It's like, okay, relax. It's not gonna destroy. He baseball. said it wouldn't make it competitive, which just doesn't yeah. make sense. Doesn't make any sense. I want and he also you- said, and also the players want a higher luxury tax threshold. Wouldn't yeah, that make so it more competitive more. more team spending? Exactly. And that's <sighs> the thing. Or put a salary floor. So then some teams have to dole out, you know, say say you make it sixty million dollars a team has to close the gap and at least offer one massive contract for at least a year to move things forward. Cause like otherwise you have teams the pirates like the pirates can't Orioles. get a $60. Yeah. Like the pirates exactly. can't put $60 on their payroll. Like I know they're, I don't know. They, I know they don't make money, but I mean, these guys are billionaires. Yeah, you can't you can't put an extra twenty million out on the payroll. Well, the reason why, that's like the thing you said right there, Walker. They're billionaires. They're not millionaires. They're not like this. This step like that's they're, they're billion. They're up here. Like they have the money for this. It's just pathetic. It's honestly just pathetic. It's because they don't the, want to spend the money. That's the thing. That's what it comes down not, to. Not the best negotiating strat- t- tactic either. <laughs> if you're Rob Manfred to 
actually shit on the people <laughs> that you're negotiating with publicly. Yeah. Just, you know, that's just me. Um, I wouldn't do that if I was him, but uh, where I saw I that, a, that letter, I'm like, this is going to take forever. <laughs> we are yeah. going to be in this space for a long time. I got an ESPN notification when it happened saying like uh, the peace between the, uh, the players association and the owners ends after 27 years. And in reality, like there was never peace. Look at this, like the cold war. There was always a war going on. Just we all knew it was coming. Fired or shot. Like look at the COVID season, right? In 2020, that pissing match resulted in a 60 game season because no one could agree on what they wanted to do. And this has more issues than just, okay, what are the COVID protocols and how are we playing and how many games are we playing? This has legitimate money and a new playoff format, a new you know position in the national league and potentially, you know, more money coming to players sooner. So it's, these are legitimate issues and it won't get done. So what I saw one thing that the players wanted and they wanted something where it's like a 12 team playoff format. They wanted to chop divisions into two divisions for each league where it'd be like four divisions total, two divisions for each league and something else. So like we could be looking at something very different. And like, Another thing with the lockout, too, it's like they were saying it's detrimental baseball. It's like this is the owners who want to make it where you can pick your opponent, which that's just right. stupid. That's dumb. Yeah. If that's it's not detrimental to baseball, show. I don't know what like, it is. It, it's, it's like they're trying to make it a reality. Well, it's like like I said, it's all about these teams making more money. And and the when you when you have owners coming out, you know, like Kevin Mather a year ago saying, like, we don't care. What Julio Rodriguez does in AAA? The dude hit seven fifty with forty five home runs in the first month of the season. We're yeah. not calling him up this year. Yeah, that's that's the thing a problem. That, and that's another thing. It's you know the um, why am I drawing a blank? The uh, contract, you know, service time manipulation. How you know yeah. it's going to happen? Like with my team, the Orioles, they're going to hold off Adley Rutschman until whatever that magical day is in April, May. That is it that doesn't count as Adley Rutschman. We saw get no hit. Yes, like, like a couple months. But ago, I'm just okay. saying, like there's that magical day it happened with Chris Bryant. It's going to happen with everyone else down the road until there's yeah. a specific day that it doesn't count for a full year. That's how you have people like Randy Rosarena be a rookie in two years, essentially. <laughs> right. You know, like so, that's one reason they want to go, but then the owners don't want that to go because then they have to pay the players sooner. Stupid. Well, that's I think I people like some people speculate that it should be an age thing, you know, like once. Yes. I, I saw that the, the player association did a thing where it's like, if you're you can hit free agency if you're like 29 after like four years of service time or stuff like that because right. you know you know you look at Charlie Blackman for existence or you know Mikey Strumsky he was a 28 year old 29 year old rookie. I saw well, look at I, the Grom and Judge too. Yeah, they were yeah. It, almost, right. that the current situation almost punishes the college players for coming out later because they're four later, years right. older and that right. and in theory they're going to hit the majors two to three years older than people who came out of high school were. I saw something ridiculous. It's not even worth mentioning, but it's funny. So I'm going to mention it anyway. He said that he said we should do something. The guy was verified. I think he had CBS in his Twitter handle. I didn't look. I saw a post of the tweet. I didn't actually look at the guy's Twitter, but I don't think it's Photoshopped. If it is real, it's ridiculous. He said that no teams, there's no freight trades, no free agency. You are on the same team you get drafted by. And the salary is evenly distribute, distributed based on where your team finishes. So if your team sucks, like if your team finishes last in the league, that team has a $60 or $60 million, like salary or whatever. Not, yeah, like $60 million 
on them, and that gets evenly distributed to all the players. Well, if you are win the yeah, chip, if, if you win the if, chip, but if you're just you two hundred fifty dollars, if you're not like the Pirates the or the Tigers who just can't really develop talent, or the right, Diamondbacks exactly. or the Rockies, right? You know, they're never going to get better. That does, that's also, just, if you got the team winning a championship, like in like in this yeah. year, you have like you you have Freddie, you you'd have Austin Riley making twenty million dollars, but you'd also get Johan Camargo making twenty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> two, which that is like, like the Soviet is, Union of the ridiculous. MLB, then if that were to happen. Yeah, but no, this lockout is going to be ugly, and it's going to be a mess. Any guesses on yeah. when we see baseball start? I'm going to say May, late May. Late May. I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna take the optimistic approach and say they figure something out, like in February. I hope. Yeah, but um, then you gotta think. You're gonna have free agency have to resume. Then you have to have month, pitchers and catchers, and then yeah. you and then you know who knows what if they because the winter meetings got canceled. The Rule Five draft got canceled, which is gonna screw players because the people who would be eligible for that won't go up to the majors then that year. So it's like, are they gonna reinstitute that? Then if that's the case, you're pushing that along, and then it's gonna be a pissing match on are we playing 100 games? Are we playing 120 games? Are we gonna play 162, but push everything back? But then how many teams are gonna make the playoffs? And then you know with the World Series, is it gonna go into November? Oh my god, imagine the World Series in like December. Yeah, and oh, at that point, at that point, what if especially that's that point, the East Coast too? Yes, like, exactly. Like, what if like the Mets, Boston, the Yankees, the Red Sox, anybody? Well, oh this my is god, why god, have lockouts so forces the owners and the players focus on making a resolution yeah no, and that's the whole point of having this considering the fact Hopefully that they'll considering the fact that the negotiations so far have been the simpson meme of the grandfather walking in walking, <laughs> going in a circle putting his hat on the rack picking up and walking back out because i saw one tweet where the literally the only meeting was like seven minutes you can't do anything in seven minutes yeah. really and how many? Oh yeah, well that's just shows. Do we know that? Like, or like, can I what? How, how many times can they like meet the trial? Oh, I, uh, as I, as much, as right? Many, yeah, yeah whenever and how yeah. many ever. Oh, so it's just a matter if they can put their shit aside and actually talk to each other. Well, they need to take yeah the owners and the play like the 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 head of the owners meet and when it comes out that like the owners vote unanimously for lockout, that's just not ideal. That's not yeah. an ideal situation. You know, you know things are gonna are going to hell then. So if you, you just kind of put the owners and like the player rep like Andrew who I think is one of the head player reps, lock them in the in a room and make them figure this out. I mean, because if if we get to – because right now, it's like I don't think the season starting is in jeopardy as of right now. No, until – if nothing's to, in place by like mid, mid to late January. Fe- mid to late February, that's be, when yeah. there's a real issue. Right. Right, right, right. So, like, because then, like, even though, like, I would honestly say, like, by late January, if there's nothing in place, then people are going to start to panic. Because, like, the thing about there's still free agents that need to be inked you Bunch. still need to like pitchers and catchers still need to report pitchers and catchers report like mid February. Yeah. If they don't report by mid February, then that's gonna that's gonna have a whole domino effect. Honestly, it's like two uh, weeks before the rest of the team. Yeah. That's why whenever yeah, they get their shit together, they're gonna need a, at least a month to six weeks of spring right. training to get ready. So they can resolve yeah. it, say in February, but they need, you know, all of March and then probably some of April to get going. So then at that get point, going. you're not starting till mid April. Which at that Realistically, point, then, how late are you shifting everything? But then they're also going to have to be like, with scheduling, are we having legit double headers? But then, is the seven inning double header staying? Uh, I don't think. I think. I don't think. I think that's going to go. Um, also, wants the, to go. the, go, the want, ghost runner. The ghost runner is going to go definitely. I, hope, I think the, the players want to go. See, I'm I fine really with bad. both in certain situations. Where uh, just about to say that, yeah. if like, because if you're going to do a single admission double header, fine, make it seven, whatever. If you're doing a day night where it's a one o'clock and then a seven o'clock and you have a three hour gap where you have everyone leave, that should be nine innings. The ghost runner play, you know, 10 through 12 for the innings regular. Right. And then after Literally, that, it's, the, yeah, then put that's it on exactly what the other fine. Side. 
But you I know, lost one in the MLB at this point. They won't have that conversation because it's either yes or no, black or white. Will they? Won't they? There's no middle ground with these two sides, and it's going to be a disaster. The the, the players' association got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, they did. That's the issue. That's what the whole issue is. Is that the, they got they got such a raw deal in 2016 that they're saying, you know what, we're doing things our way, and if the billionaires don't like it, the billionaires don't like it, they can go. Yeah, but fight the, the power. Right. But the billionaire owners aren't gonna aren't budging at all. Uh, so no, that's what we have right now. And especially now, like they're not really kill the rich. <laughs> okay, Jesse. Uh, <laughs> they don't necessarily need to like panic because like they can still have concerts or other things take into account for the stadium, so they'll still make money that way if they you know make money off that. So it's really gonna screw the players long term though, if we're being do, honest. Do merch sales stop? I don't know. I should boy I think we should boycott it. I'm fit. Let's go. You definitely have a Max Scherzer shirt on the way, so it Guaranteed doesn't matter. on yeah. the way. D- d- don't even have as long as MLB yet, comes really? out on time, we'll we'll all be okay, and I won't be. I see. I, I see might be I delayed can... just like last year all over again. Yeah. Oh, the the the, the Indians are now Guardians. officially what? called Easy. the Guardians. Oh, They're officially now, now called the Guardians on MLB.com. Look yeah, at that. that. The Guardians. They need something productive. So yeah, you can still get like a judge a judge jersey on MLB.com. So. That's oh. enough of the lockout because it's going to be a mess and I hate it. So let's talk about in Manfred's letter. He said they dished out $1.7 billion worth of contracts already four times the much, as much as last year's and previous year's records. Yeah. So let's start with Steve's team who are one of the yeah. biggest spenders of the offseason. That's the New York Metropolitans, uh, Starling, Starling Marte, Mark Hanna, Eduardo Escobar, and a little guy named Max Scherzer. Scherzer, of course, getting oh, a stupidly, Huge deal of three years for $43 million for a 37-year-old who you might not even see this year. Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> don't, 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 don't bring the negativity into here, Justin, with that. I, 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 love, 40, it, 42. I love it. <sighs> I Do you see two between the deferred money then with the, the, the national. Nationals? He could be making $58 million this year. I know. Will we yeah. open up against the Nationals? The Nationals are going to be paying him to pitch for us. Also, how the hell could the Nationals not kick it down the road? Like, they were that confident right that he would retire after the, his deal with them that they're like oh we'll just yeah. pay you that much it's like how do you not spread it out like five years like till it was like 42 year old season well, when he's in the hall of fame that's what the nationals do is because they don't make a ton of money so all their yep. big contracts i have like uh, a boatload of deferred money in there. like strawberry's contract the same thing oh, they just they, they can't afford to get these yeah. to give these guys like X amount of money per year, so they just give him a bunch of deferred deferred cash. But I want to go to Bologna on this one, right? Because he's very heated oh, on the Mets, very salty. His blood lo- his uh, blood pressure. Salty. So he likes. Oh, hold, let me that- let me pull a Bologna first. Like what he does every week with his Redskins or football team. You put on a Mets hat. Hey man, Washington's Washington's winning. The Mets have not won anything yet. That is true. Um, true. Yeah, but you also have, you both have won championships in the eighties, so it doesn't wear, matter. Wear it with pride, baby. So oh, listen. You know it. Good move for the Mets. I mean, they went out and they outbidded everybody. Um, I question how much they outbidded everybody. Uh, you know, Angels and Dodgers and Giants were reportedly in on them. And, you know, it, it's kind of weird that it's three West Coast teams compared to one East Coast, um, and he chose the East Coast. It, it seemed like a preconceived notion that he was going to want to go to the West Coast. But uh, you know what? $43 million a year. Um it, it speaks pretty loud. I'd go now. live in East Lansing for forty-three million dollars a year. So the fact that he's coming to New York, working at a local local pub, yeah, serve eatery. the local community. <laughs> um, 
Now, you know, I want to bring up Clark and I had a debate earlier in the week. Um, stopped. Let's do it. Well, I said. Walker, that... you'll get a kick out of this one. I, I, I won't know. interrupt. I won't interrupt till you're done. Well, Go listen, Clark, just disclaimer, I'm playing Justin in this scenario. What he does. Are you pissed off all the press too? Fans, Sometimes. <laughs> so Clark, After I, I told, he is. <laughs> I told Clark that Met fans can never use the excuse again that Yankee fans buy championships and we, we don't and blah, 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 blah. But now, doing some research today, Stephen Clark, uh, I've been preparing for this one. And just a disclaimer, I'm not saying the Yankees never attempted to buy championships. They, they've done it for, for years now, all right? Never never saying they've never done it. Not recently. but. But what I'm saying is, or sorry, attempting to buy a championship. What I'm saying is, this is not the first time the Mets have attempted this. So let's take a trip down memory lane, Stevie Clark. Um, I'm going to jump to 2015. Oh, great year. Great year. Mets, it was a great year. Listen, Mets sat 47 and 42 with the All-Star break. Kind of similar. If you go back to this year, the Yankees kind of average and kind of make some moves to get to the playoffs. So they trade for Ioannis Cespedes, who was Great hitting move. 300 at the time with 18 oh, home yes. runs. And then fast forward to the offseason, he signs a four-year, $110 million contract. Also at that trade deadline, they traded for Tyler Clipper, who had a 2.79 ERA in 39 appearances and was an all-star the year before that. Cool. And they also traded for uh, Kelly Johnson, who was batting 280 at the time and had 10 home runs. They went on to lose that World Series. Now, those moves, you cannot tell me, were attempting – to go for it and win a championship. First of all, that's not buying. That's making trades. That's not buying players. You're trying to acquire players. Here's okay, my question. Okay. Here's my question. Trades. Did Tyler okay. Clippard and Kelly Johnson receive contract extensions from the Mets after those appearances? Question. And okay, answer but is now I'll, no. I'll ask you that. <clears throat> How about with John Carlos Stan? What about he was him? traded for? And we yeah. did not give him a contract. Yes, but, okay. you ate, but you ate that money and picked up the majority of that contract. Okay, but now if we're talking. He's so mad. How he traded so the Mets traded for you on a Cespedes trade, and then, and then I understand okay. this offseason we're buying traded for. Yes, but that is so and how many championships have we both had since these trades? It ain't working that's out. That's great. Listen, but you cannot say that you have never attempted to buy a championship uh, again. This was, okay. Again, All right, this I'm going to stop you for a second. Again, okay, okay. This that's 2015, and this is 2021 okay. right now. Okay, but when I said that, about I, I, the Met- I'm talking, okay, I'm talking, I'm talking. That's ahead, two. That's that's two years. The Yankees have been doing this consistently year after year after year for about twenty or so. From ninety six to twenty, let's say so twelve, what? right, Walker, give or take. Ninety six. Okay, so- well, I mean, yeah. Well, like since twenty. 20- 2013, 2014, they really haven't. Been but I'm saying, like, for like oh, a, yeah. from like a tw- like a 15 year window, though, from like 96 to 2012, where they would say. be trying to. Buy Here, here's my know. thing. Listen, <laughs> if you're if anyone says if anyone's knocking teams for buying a championship, I personally think it's because the fans are jealous that their team's not doing the same. Exactly. Thing. That's that's where Steve is right and now. That's where Steve is right so, now. Yeah. You guys have been telling well, no, me. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, Clark, the Yankees are attempting to buy championships. Clark, well, like Clark, and, like, <laughs> especially like, Clark, you, Justin. But, okay, but this is the first time, right? The Yankees' mo was, oh, they'll pay more, they'll get your star player, everyone will go to the Yankees, right? My, that's my, like the Giancarlo Stanton. And the one out of the last, like, how many years? Fifteen years. We said this was no the trade one, for it. it's different. The one repeat one time. The Mets actually go all in, pay the most ever for a pitcher. Steve gets all on his high horse. He gets his panties all twisted so, in a bunch. Hold on. This was the first so, time in our lifetime, I'm just saying it now, that the Mets have pushed 
all their chips into the table and exceeded Agreed. this much money in investing into a championship. Agree. This is Here's the first time that year. has happened. Not last so, year. Real quick. Who they signed last year that was going for it? Francisco Lindor? I don't know. Well, that what guy, else? James McCann? What, what else? One player doesn't make a ball club. What James else? McCann's making $10 million. James McCann, Trevor McCann May. Oh, so, okay, so you're saying then the Aaron Hicks deal at $10 million a year. Taiwan the James Walker. Don't act like Taiwan. So here's here's so here's no, no, no. the thing. I'm saying the okay. So when they made Taiwan moves, makes they the didn't make championship team. moves last year. They made one championship move last year, and it wasn't even buying someone. It was a trade. A cookie and Francisco was a trade. Okay, now here's now hear me out. You guys signed him to an extension, right? That didn't start till this year. But you signed him to an extension contract right? last year. Now I'm curious. 2019, when you trade one of your top prospects for Edwin Diaz. So you're that telling me you would trade face. a top prospect hey, and Robinson Cano. Thank Cano. you. Can't so you're that. telling me you would trading a top prospect for a good reliever. I'll give him, he had a great year. That's not a move to win now. That's slowly building for it. <laughs> this is the first time. Game. What? No, listen, this is the first time though. They've had a mass amount of talent come in at one time here. Can I, can I, yes. can I say yes, something? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Be the voice of reason. Anyone that answer. says, Anyone that's knocking another team for buying a championship, I think it's just because they, they say that because they're like 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 how Mets fans would knock the Yankees for buying championships. I think it's because they're bitter that the Will Ponts wouldn't spend. Because if that wasn't the case, then they'd say when Cohen bought the Mets, they'd say, "Oh, now we got Cohen buying the Mets. He's going to buy championships." They wouldn't be as happy as they were. Mm-hmm. Second, I I don't think there's such a People got to stop with the negative connotation of buying championships. You get a championship anyway, you can get a championship. Like, Listen, I, I wish the Yankees Max Scherzer. I'll be honest. Of course, yeah. I well, I know you would not have wanted Max Scherzer. Right. Like, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with buying a championship, you know? So I think on both ends, like, I don't think you should knock a team for buying a championship because most teams do add pieces to their roster, no matter how homegrown they are. Even the Astros, who were one of the most homegrown teams, took on Justin Verlander's contract, you know? Which that's up like, in the air now, which is interesting. Yeah. That's but, weird. That, that's a yes. little, that is a little strange. But, like, in 2017, they took on Jer- Verlander's billionaire contract. You know, like, every team tries to – every team should spend money. Like, there's nothing I, – I, yes. I find it commendable if you're spending money and trying to – because that means you're putting your your position or your team in the best position to win. It's so just like, the first time since whenever, since the Bullpen era, yeah. whenever happened and took over, that this is the first time that the Mets have invested this much money into a single offseason. Yeah, and what this I will say for the, the Mets – third year they, rolling out these same group of players. What hey. I will say for the Mets – they have to win in Scherzer's contract. Yes. I agree. 100% agree. Well, that's kind of thing. Look, you look at Canna, Marte, and Scherzer, all the contracts expire and line up right around the same window. That's what I'm so saying. They've yeah. given Especially themselves like, a four-year window, three, four to three-year window right. max. You don't find a 33-year-old Starling Marte for four years no. and a 37-year-old Max Scherzer for three and years. And if they don't win anything, all no, these moves were a failure. I 100% and again, agree. 100% listen, agree. I agree with everything. Justin, on the other hand, would say nonstop. The Yankees have been rolling out this group of players for five years. But now, for being honest, this whole rookie class started in 2017. Is that fair to say? Yes. Glaber, but, but here's the thing, Sanchez. Right? Is that- what what have the look at what the Mets have done with their core? Right, they've tried to add pieces to it each year, significant pieces. Right, significant upgrades. Look at the Yankees' core. 
Gary, Judge, Severino, however you want to go. You know, other than Stanton and Cole, what significant pieces have they added each year? Exactly. So they're not attempting to buy a champion. No one said the Yankees were. <laughs> Am I, dude, for the past three years, you have ragged on me because the Yankees can't buy a championship. They always I'm ragging fail. on them because they haven't bought a championship, and that was how they've won and had That's success. That's the only way. I mean, not, not saying it in a bad no, way. Obviously, That's the, the core four was homegrown and developed, but they reinforced those teams by dishing out money for Sheffield, keeping Bernie Williams, getting, you know, whoever the hell. They could Paul O'Neill for those 90s teams, right? But since the current core has come up, you know, the lovely baby bombers, they've only really made two significant moves. At least the Mets, since they established their core of Dom Smith, Pete Alonzo, McNeil, was Conforto, Nimmo, DeGrom, when he was the last man standing out of that pitching staff, they've at least made an attempt at making significant moves each year. The Yankees haven't. What about the Yankees only? uh, the Yankees, Cole, I'm sorry. the Yankees only made significant moves when it fell into their lap and the planets aligned perfectly. You know, st- getting Stan for Starling Castro and shit, you know, fell into their lap. Garrett Cole was basically going to be a Yankee regardless. It was his destiny, it seemed, right? Since nine uh, years old. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a general statement if I ever heard one. But that's what I'm just saying, though. The Mets have at least attempted to reinforce this team each time. The Yankees haven't, and that's where they've fallen short. Okay, so what you're telling me here is you're reiterating the fact that the Mets have attempted to buy pieces to go for it. Reinforce and the Yankees have buy pieces. Reinforcements to go for it. Yes. But I'm just saying we haven't been ready. So what my argument was to start this whole thing, the Mets have attempted to buy to win before. And it has not worked out. Well, this I'm is not saying the Yankees. This is finally going for it. They were just trying to get build their team and be better and build their team up. Because, have a competitive team because you, know, you want to win in baseball. When Familia shit the bed, it made sense to go out and get a better closer. But they also took on a hefty price with Robinson Cano's dumbass. And then, you know, it just – and then Lindor, you know, you had to sign him basically. So they took on new that. New era, big first move in the new era. That, that's See, all Clark, Lopons. Like uh, you said, you want to buy a team to win, right? You want to win. That's the ultimate goal. want to win. So now for – since, what, 17 since the Yankees lost in game seven – it's been wow. The Yankees can't win. They suck. They have a terrible team. They're never gonna. They're never gonna get the pieces to win. But the thing and is, let's not forget that, that team is slowly were cheated out of that series. Okay, but also since then, right? Still they never. Re- they just said, okay, this team made it that far. They're good enough to keep making that far. And other than two significant moves, they never did anything to make sure they got back there. You know, there shouldn't. They kept running out Brett Gardner. That shouldn't have been a thing for more. Dude, than I'm years. with you. I, yeah. I, I am with you in that <laughs> in this whole thing. I know this year. They, you know, they they went for Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo this this trade deadline. They made the playoffs. They didn't get anything farther than so, the wild card. So game. let's talk about the Yankees then, since this has been a whole New York segment so far. Nothing significant to write home about. All you right, know, on to the next team then. The two shortstops that they could have gotten, you know, Corey Seager obviously went to the Rangers. We'll get into that, and Javier Baez went to the Detroit Tigers for some god forsaken reason. But the Yankees haven't really done anything pre-lockout to write home about, and that no, kind of re- and that kind of reinforces the point, though. Unless a move falls right into their lap, they're not taking the extra step to make sure that piece comes to New York. I came in the other day on Sports Drive on Tuesday morning and killed the Yankees because when you're going to sit here, if you're the if you're the Yankees and if you're Hal Steinbrenner, say listen. 
Our manager was great. Our coaching staff, with the exception of our hitting and third base coaches, are great. Ownership is great. The front office is great. Our GM is great. But the players, they suck this year. So if you're going to sit there and shit on the players, then you have to reinforce that by getting players that aren't going to shit the bed. And they haven't done that. However, what I will say is I really think, and maybe this is just me coping, I don't know, I really think the Yankees are going to sign Carlos Correa post the lockout. Like I said, maybe that's just me trying to cope. Um, and if they don't, they that's deserve to be absolutely ripped. As I'm ripping them right now, they, they've done an awful job so far. But if it's because that they're focused be so the, heavily on Correa. Exactly. Like exactly. The, biggest, the biggest feeling is that they've needed a shortstop. So right. if you don't get Correa, you end up with who I think they will, Andrelton Simmons. Right, right. How are you feeling about that then? Because it's almost like the Jacob Stallings move because it was clear that they were trying to get another catcher by any means necessary because they tendered Gary at the 11th hour, right? If they got got Stallings and say Simmons, right, they're getting better defensively for sure, but offensively, not much is changing then. I wouldn't. Here's the thing. If you're going to sit, you can't. If you're going to get Simmons, it's because you want a stopgap shortstop to hold the place for Anthony Volpe to come in next in 2023 and, and perform, which I respect. But at the same time, Aaron Judge is a free agent after this year. Luis Severino isn't getting any younger. Um, Hicks ain't coming back, it seems like. Hicks, Hicks isn't getting any younger, or is he coming back? So it, neither is Sanchez, uh, neither is Cole. Your championship window is dwindling, and you can't sit back on your heels right now and wait for a top prospect to come up who let's be real. Anthony Volpe, really good prospect. And he's like ranked 15th on according to MLB.com on their, but his impact won't be felt for another two to three years. Who? Yeah. Who knows what he's going to be. He could come up and be a bust for the first two years. And if they lose another uh, minor league season, because like the COVID year, depending on how long this takes, that pushes that window back even more. Right. Prospects are never guaranteed either. Right, Justin? No, they're not. I have a franchise of not guaranteed prospects. So I think they're going to, I think they'll get Correa. And honestly, I think they even have a still, they still have a decent shot at a guy like Olsen and maybe a a Sean Mania in a potential trade, or maybe even Freeman. I think they have a shot at getting some nice pieces, but you can't sit there and say that we need a shortstop and that needs to be exhausting. And then walk away with Andrew Simmons, who is a marginal upgrade at best over Blake Torres. Question. Overall, if you guys signed Correa in the first game at Yankee Stadium, is he going to get booed at Yankee Stadium? If he does, it's ridiculous. Because listen, I might I may not be a fan of what he did. Probably. I get I sound two faced here. I might not be a fan of what he did. He's a great player though. Like I might he not is. like he what is. he did. I might not like what he said about Cheater. He's a very good player. Oh yeah, that too. I was thinking more of the cheating, but yeah, the Cheater stuff too. Uh, well, that was the report that some of, of a... that some of the players aren't like overly enthusiastic about him coming Bro, potentially. Up. Yeah. Bro. Trying to win a championship, grow up, put your feelings aside, learn to work with them. You're gonna have to work with people you don't like in your life. That's a life lesson. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, like, like, and that's another thing. I don't get what the moral high ground is with the Yankees. Like, they're like, oh, we can't sign Craig because he's a cheater. And it's like we have two people on the team that are domestic abusers. <laughs> and, well, like, and, and, and cheaters too. Who's the and second? cheaters? Yeah, Just, yeah, the other yeah. One. <laughs> everyone's a cheater at some point, honestly. Right, like, like, like Cole. Cole used spider tech. A-Rod used steroids. We have we have two pitchers that are actual like criminals. You know, yep. they're borderline criminals. Who's the other criminal? Uh Herman and Chapman. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, like we gotta get off our moral high horse here. Like if if that's the way if that's if that man, honestly, when you put in perspective, cheating 
is not that bad. You got two people that were actually like taken away. I think it's like Cray was still hit. Cray was still hit thirty home runs and play a Gold Glove level defense for you. Something they haven't had in a long time at shortstop. Cray has proven that he can still play. That he's still a really really good player with or without trash cans. Like he's proven that now. You know we've seen that this year. Well, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll finish up the rest of the MLB offseason. All right, and we're back to the second half of the MLB Hot Stove podcast. So let's talk about some other teams that won't get us hot and bothered like you guys did in the beginning of this <laughs> podcast. So let's start. You guys. Uh, let's talk about a team that, you know, wants to speed up the rebuild a lot and skip a lot of steps. And that's the Texas Rangers, who in the past years haven't been afraid to spend too much money. It's just they spent all the wrong money and it came back to bite them. So they invested half a billion dollars in their middle infield with Marcus Semyon and Corey Seager, along with Cole Calhoun and John Gray. What the hell are the Rangers doing? Because this Honestly, is a team who... I like it. I respect it. I, yeah, yeah, I like it. They don't have much Dude, else around them, Young. though. Chris, I had no idea Chris Young, former Met legend Chris Young, was a GM of the Rangers, by the way. No clue. Um, I, I like it, though. I mean, the, the Rangers do this thing where I feel like they do it every a little every now and again where they have money and they just are like, they just decide to unload it into like a couple of players. It just feels like something that they do pretty frequently. Um, but congratulations on the Rangers. Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. <laughs> yeah. Prince Field. Yeah. Prince Fielder. Uh, Cliff Lee is another guy. I mean, Cliff Lee, was, they're, they're good at the time. Yeah, Cliff Lee, obviously, but it's weird because it's that's like, Hamilton. Well, that yeah, was the, that was the Angels. That was the Angels. Right. Right. But it's like, <laughs> I, re- I, got, I got to say, I, I respect it. I mean, I think I, I want to congratulate the Rangers now for becoming a 55-win team to becoming a 78-win team. Um, <laughs> but I just I, – Simeon's a good player. Seager's a nice pickup. Uh, Gray, I'm a big fan of John Gray. I think he's definitely got screwed over by playing in course. I actually really wanted him on the Yankees personally. And then who's the other guy they got? That was a nice little pickup. Oh, Calhoun. Um, Calhoun. Calhoun's Calhoun. a nice little – Yeah. So, you know, they added a lot of power into their lineup where, you know, that they were very starved for it. But it's also like pitching staff wise. Ugh. You know, yeah, like, it, it, it's great. Yeah. Then it's kind of like eh. nothing out like Jack Leiter is going to be two years out at least. So it's like unless they throw the house at Kershaw. But it's like at this point, you could have really just kind of kept Gallo if you were just going to do this the next offseason. Yeah. It's a weird. It's a it's a weird point. Um, but I agree with you. I doubt it. It seemed like, based on who who they traded in the offseason or in last year, you would think that they'd be like ready for a full blow up. But I thought that's where they were going. They, but then they did this. They did this, which is a head weird. Scratcher. Yeah, I um, respect it. I like I said though, they have some pieces. Or like you said, they have lighter, obviously, and um, I do like. I I am never gonna sit here and shit a team. For, for spending money trying to compete, regardless of how bad yeah, they, they are. They uh, actively try to get better. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah. just I, like I, where they were, it doesn't make sense to make this significant of a move with two players. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they, just got, if they just got Semyon, right, and moved him over to sh- and had him play shortstop or something, it's like, okay, you know, they're paying a shortstop. They have a guy right. who will at least you know, sell, will tickets. sell tickets. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But when you get Corey Seager, 
you're trying to be like, all right, we're really trying to go for it because he's 27. You're paying him till 37. Prime, so like, yeah. So this is our guy, but now it's like you don't want to waste his prime I, either. I think they see that the Astros are weakened now, and they're until they're that like, team is like is compl- it, until everyone from that like World Series rebuild era is completely gone. Can't count them out yet. I don't. Yeah, until like Bregman's gone, until Altuve is gone, even Jordan right. and now Kyle Tucker. It's like they just have so much talent in the farm still from right. when they sucked. Like, Whitley is going to be a yeah, like stunt. they're never really going to go away. It's like this move, you know, obviously the athletics are just disintegrating before our very <laughs> eyes. You know, this move makes them Sorry? congrats. Question mark? Yeah, it's like, okay, this move makes you fourth to third best in the You know, West? and that's the thing. The Yippee. Angels, I think, are going to get better. And I think the Mar- the Mariners are a sneaky, decent team. Yeah. Yeah, they like 80-something wins last year, 88 wins. Yeah, and they uh, they, they, they just signed Robbie Ray. Exactly, and and they brought in Adam Frazier. So they that... brought in Adam Frazier. I think they have a shot at Trevor Story too. So we'll keep an eye yeah. on that. Lockout locks up whenever that may be. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I like I said, I get where you're saying it is kind of weird, but hey, man, good for cool. them, good for Corey Seager. Um, they just, came out, they just came out of they came out of nowhere. Yeah, for these guys. Yeah. I did not see Sammy going to Texas. That I mean, Seager, I, I could have seen the other, the other, the other three. Absolutely not. Sammy and not. Well, that's the thing. It's like it Greg seems to be be more eager to throw the house either. at you know a young shortstop, not a thirty-three-year-old second right. baseman who had a career year, obviously. Right. Um, Right. So they're and really trying to play the long game now. And a lot of people saw the Tigers doing that with Crea, but the but even the Tigers were like, we don't want to spend three hundred fifty million on a shortstop that's not going to make us a serious contender. So, so get bootleg Crea, pretty much. Yeah. So they got so they got Hoskins, right? Listen, for a significant price uh, less. This is it's good by the Rangers. Um, unfortunately, I could see this team like in like five or six years if they haven't won anything by then, or like even gotten close, blowing it up again. Uh, maybe well, even less. Semyon, I think both of them have a full no trade clause. <laughs> so they're uh, Do no, they really? I know Semyon got one. I think. I think Seager has one. Seager has a. I'm pretty sure. I might have read this wrong. I might just be mistaking it. I'm pretty sure Seager's no trade clause. He picks ten teams every year. Who's not on his list? Jeez, interesting. Um, I'm but no, pretty I mean, sure for, I heard that for Seager. I mean, he was very highly sought after the whole whole league wanted him but at the same time like you know you kind of do give that contract with little scarcity he's only played one career year over 100 games uh, and it seems like every year this guy just has a 60 game il uh trip but he's great in postseason play and when semian career resurgence so good for them and they literally took the two arguably top shortstops off the market and uh and they got some pieces there and then cole cahoon i justin i like the way you spell it as the store coles not <laughs> C-O-L-E. Uh, and John Gray, I know he's a big fan. You know, he's a big uh, big fan of those guys on Talking Yanks. So that gets Walker excited. Oh, uh, John Gray. Yeah, he's – I will. John Gray is a really nice, nice piece. I mean, it is. good stuff, good strikeout numbers. I think he gets screwed over a little bit from playing in Coors Field. Yeah, now he goes um, to play in a, another big-ass ballpark. So that'll yeah, clearly so I a little bit. It. And we'll talk about the Mariners a little bit. Robbie Ray, Adam Frazier. So, you know, they get their ace, something they haven't had since James Paxton, really. So, two, three He's years. He's a Red Sox now. Yeah, that was a bizarre move again. Yeah. Um, uh, and Adam gonna... Frazier. So, they help their middle infield a little That's bit. a good move. I like the Frazier move a lot. Frazier's a nice pickup. And also, the Padres, I say this a lot. A.J. Preller is a god-awful GM. 
Like he's really bad. They're a like, bad franchise. There, he's like yeah. like no one. Not a lot of people talk about, but this guy's a guy that traded Yasmani Grandel for a washed Mac, Matt Kemp, trade for washed not washed, but trade for Justin Upton who did not perform for them. Uh, traded for Adam Frazier, who then he had to flip Adam Frazier for less of a value than he got him for. I mean, I don't, he's had some, he has made some good trades, like obviously the Shields trade is solid among others, but I mean he has not. He has not hit on a lot um, as a GM of the Padres. Neither is you know, same thing with Kimbrel. He has not hit on a whole whole lot of uh, Padres trades. You know, he signed yeah. Hosmer. You know, I'm, all that, and they've been trying to dump that contract since they got him. It right. seems like, yeah, like he has not been a great, great GM, and I think a lot of people are starting to realize that. I mean, they did sign Nick Martinez, which I feel like could be a nice move for them. You know, four years, twenty million. Um, who after having like a great year in, in, um, I think it was Tokyo or Japan or not Tokyo, Korea or Japan or something. He had a great year, a great year overseas. So maybe he'll pick up, he'll pick up, um, some slack for them, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, but I, I honestly, I like what the Mariners are doing. Robbie Wright. I'm not the biggest fan of Robbie Wright personally. Um, a lot of walks, too many, a lot of walks, only one really good year. It's fap. <laughs> Him and Jordan Montgomery had the same fit, believe it or not. Oh. So he's cool. expensive, Jordan Montgomery, as some people are now. Wow, so that's Montgomery's kind of getting this, the five-year deal next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see. another team that's trying to move things along is the Miami Marlins, and they've got Abisayel Garcia, and they've been looking for a corner outfielder with some pop for a long time. They finally got it, Jacob Stalling. So they move off of Jorge Alfaro, who was a centerpiece of the. Uh, JT Romuto trade, who really did nothing for him. He's out in San Diego. That's crazy, man. <laughs> and, they, and they got Joey Wendell from the Rays because the That's Rays good. just decided to move somebody. And the second they know that they're moving somebody, you know you're getting the raw end of the deal because they have a million other players just like him over there. But they get a nice little middle infielder and some good defensive players as well. So they're trying to get better and more competitive. I think this is they made great moves. I, I, yeah. I really do. I think this is like very honestly one of the better teams so far that made moves like. I mean, moves wise, you know, they're not yeah. they don't have the best team overall, but um, it, they filled a couple it, holes. It they're starting that. to prepare. They have good young pitching. I mean, well, that's why getting a guy like Jacob Stallings works because he's a really good catcher with a staff. Like, mm-hmm. He can get the best out of a staff. Like he was with Pirates, and ooh. so the fact that he has Sixto Sanchez, Sandy Alcantara, and you know a few other players. And they extended Alcantara too. Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised Lizardo. if he gets a. Extension sooner rather than later. They got Lazardo too. They, yeah, they got Lazardo now. They have obviously Pablo Lopez is a nice, nice piece there. Edward um, Cabrera. Cabrera is yeah. really good. And they'll be the show legend. Dixon uh, Sanchez yeah. is going to be really good too, man. Six, I forget about yeah. him. So they're kind of playing the long game and it makes sense because they're trying to support a younger staff. So get a good defensive minded catcher. And they were right there really with the East for a little bit last season. So everyone was there with the East. <laughs> yeah, basically. But they're slowly getting things back on track after the Jeter going nuclear. They were in on Castellanos too, right? Yeah. Yes, they they very well wanted, still like, could be. He want, well, I thought he wanted like nine years or whatever. <laughs> Philly might throw that. I can Which say is it. ridiculous, I think, for, for That's Castellanos. That's a team who is just trying every way possible to just dump money into a team and win. They're so desperate, the Phillies. They're, they're not getting the, the thing is, they don't, you want to talk about a team bond, trying to by championships yes, and they, sailing, they, they, they go nowhere, man. It's not even like they come yep. close. They're like on a treadmill. 
It's like they finish like a five I 100% every agree year. with that. They are on a treadmill. I 100% agree well, with because that. Because they, they don't go backwards they, or they don't go forwards. Well, no. their issue is, and they never address it, is their bullpen. Oh, yeah. Oh, they kind of, <laughs> kind of did address it a little bit. They tried they lost to. Hector Neris. Well, they just lost, yeah, I was going to say, they just lost Neris to Houston. That was but yeah, okay, Corey Knable, fine, but a it's good just move. like, a it, no, a good, a good move. start. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're still paying David Robertson or, and uh, whoever the hell else they try to roll out there, but they know they never go get like a lockdown closer. So, ugh. no, Ian Kennedy didn't work out great for them. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. So, Toronto Blue Jays, they let Robbie Ray go, they let Marcus Semyon go. And basically, they only replace him with them with Kevin Gaussman to pair with Jose Barrios, who came off of a career year. So he got paid. He's back in the AL East. The last time he was there, didn't go too well. <laughs> hmm. um, the the, the, this is the move that's oh. Stevie over the edge. So I'm very happy about this. One um, move. Gaussman to the Blue Jays. I'm going fuck. <laughs> it, it, it's what happened. See, uh, that, that's, that's the, the best. looking at them. That was the last one. You get a day later, you sign one of the greatest pitchers of all time. So I'm very but happy about this. Logistically, the Blue Steve Cohen, not Steve Bologna. The Blue Jays uh, got worse here. Yeah, like, oh, I thought talking to me. No, you're not. Like, what do Steve. I care? No, you're oh, not. I was waiting for Justin to hit me with the hook. Oh, good luck with Gaussman, even though he's in the same division as well. <laughs> 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 no, not you, Uncle Steve Cohen. Uncle Steve. Steve. I thought that was Max that sent him over too. the end. Uh, that started it. That, that got the fire going. That was a Joker arc right there. I'm I, not happy. And no one. Can, he was the only one who wanted Matt. No one wanted Matt. I was so happy <laughs> it didn't go through. Um. Anyways, yeah. No. Good move here. Uh, this is fantastic. Nice, nice get. I think he's honestly a little better than Robbie Wright. But I mean, at the same time, Blue Jays did get worse here before the lockout. I mean, if you say Ray and Gauss and kind of cancel each other out. For the most part, they do. I do think Ray's. I do think Gas is a little better. But and it's for the like most part, they do. no Simeon, and like they're not going to run Cabin right? Biggio yeah. out there at second base. Like he was the worst Ooh. out of the three young, like young kids, yeah. anyway. So, yeah, unless they replace somebody, replace him with somebody else, I really don't know what they're doing offensively then, because there's kind of another hole in their lineup. There goes yeah. Vlad. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, I'm always, I've always been a big Biggio guy. I had a down year last year though, but overall, I've always been a fan of Biggio zombie. Ah, uh, he was he had, was getting on base a few years ago. I think he had like a three sixty on base, something like that. So I mean, he he can work walks, but like has some good power. But yeah, no, he he's he has not performed the way that you would have hoped he would. Yeah, obviously, Bichette is very good. Vlad's very good. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of Teoscar. Springer's still Springer. I'm a fan. I still think they have a good team. I still Springer's just got to stay healthy. That's Dude. really what it is, George Springer. Springer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. a lot of time last year. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good team, man. They're still a really good team. I think they'll still make moves, too. They always seem to be, they always seem to be pretty active in the free agent and trade market. Uh, they're not really – they're not definitely – they're definitely not the more, the more complacent teams in uh, baseball, so they'll make some trades here and there. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're a little – they got worse, definitely, but I think they're still a very solid team. So, Javier Bias, the Tigers. Yippee. Any of us get that? Um, they wanted a shortstop. They needed one. Yeah, it's just yeah. a cheaper Correa, and I, you know, I don't know why they're going cheaper when they could spend on Correa. But um, no, it's it's good for Baez getting paid pretty much pretty well still. Um, I would have liked to have him back, but that's okay. Um, no, I mean, 
his, I hate to say it, but um, his career is just going to slowly rot away out there. I hate to say it, but it, it, it's true. I like the, I like the player. Um, it's just that there's nothing to help him out there. I mean, they're they're showing edits eventually. Him and, him and Miggy. I'm like, Miggy's only there. Like he's he, Miggy's forty. Miggy's, exactly. <laughs> Miggy's, a, a, Miggy's a corpse at this point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's a third of the players. Really, they should so be sad. doing. It's with, so like, sad with like Torkelson, you know, Riley Torkelson, Candelar, even Can- yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Mize is another one. Anyone else, but not Miggy. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel bad he's out there, but I'm happy he got paid. And yeah, that's my thoughts on that. So, Steve, your your thoughts? Me? No, the other one. Syndergaard. He's bye bye. Oh, we, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that hurt up until last week. Yeah. <laughs> typical. No, it, it, it's true. It, it hurt. I, no, I, love I don't blame you. No, I, lo- I love Syndergaard. I mean, Loop's out there too. Great reliever. That one hurt even more than Syndergaard. Just Where did he go? Oh, he also went to LA. Both oh, that's right. Angels, yeah. LA. Yeah. Yeah. Angels, yeah. I mean, but, but like I said, Syndergaard hurt because he was a good number two always. He, number three if Stroman would have stayed. But um, the, 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 those hurt feelings went away ever, I, ever, ever since Scherzer signed. How do you feel about, about Strowman? Are, are you bitter? About, not bitter, but like, are you like, no, no, to Strowman now? No, 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 no. Um, I, I was one of the ones that liked Strowman. I liked, I, I didn't mind his tweets because they were calling out the media and it was always kind of funny. Um, I, I get why he wanted to go to Chicago. He just wanted to be an ace. He wanted ace money and we weren't going to give him an ace to be the number three on our team, um, mm-hmm. ace money. So, you know. Good for him for getting paid again, but again, Chicago doesn't have much to offer. They, you know, sold out last year. They're, they yeah, doing? they're definitely like, on the. Uh, but <laughs> okay, I heard somewhere that they're in on Correa, right? Just, yeah, so it like, doesn't make sense. I mean, Why not still, just pay, keep them all together then. Yeah, I don't. It, it's still, if they get Correa, like, what else? Even then, there? like, yeah, I mean, Patrick what Wisdom? have they done this off? Frank they got Schwindel. Jan Gold and they got Correa. Yeah, Frank, that, Walker's favorite, Frank Schwindel. Swindell, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, Jersey, I think. Um, is he? I think so. I'm sure he is. Frank Swindell sounds Schwindel like a, sounds like a Jersey Jay Groomer, man. boys. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Livingston. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Wow. I think I knew that. He's like right around here then. Very cool. Very cool. His nickname is T- The Tank. Tank. On his Wikipedia. Frank the Tank. Frank the tank. Tanking, baby. Justin's boy. That's yeah. really fun. Um, but yeah, no, losing the good guys hurts. But um, yeah, what are you gonna do? So speak, speaking yeah. of the Cubs, I think I think Contreras is about to get dealt at falling. Yeah, the hey, you in Jan that? Gomes. So. Yeah. Did you see? His, did you see his Twitter? Yeah, no. the airplane yeah. emojis. Yeah. yeah, the airplane yeah. and the and the the the, the, the smoking emoji. He's like he's smoking that Cub like, hat. He's definitely flying for vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That's what Mal- uh, that's what Martin Maldonado does. He'll just tweet out a random emoji, and everyone thinks he'll be about something to do. Korea, easy so Greg- uh, Gregorius post game. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, that's so, like, yeah. falling off a cliff. But um, any last thoughts on free agency for anyone who's left on the market? Korea, Brian Freeman, Story, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Any guys you want to talk about? Freeman, I, Freeman's interesting. I don't I think, think he'll he leave, back. but yeah. I mean, I, he, if he wants another ring, I mean, he could he could chase it somewhere else. I, but also at the same time, it's like he was only asking for about 30 mil a year and they were paying him like 22, 23. So the fact that he's only asking for a seven mil increase in six years, which isn't out of the realm of, you know, possibility for the Braves. You know, if they don't fork over for that level of a hometown discount. Ridiculous. Yeah. I, 
I, yeah, I think Freeman's going back to Atlanta. If he doesn't go back to Atlanta, I think the Yankees have a real shot at him. But I don't take him, please. As a, take him. as a fan, I'd honestly would rather put that money towards Kraya and a target Matt Olson. But I wouldn't be upset if they signed Freeman because he's a great player. Um, I think he'll go back to Atlanta, though. Uh, he might honestly, realistically, crazy enough, he might go to Boston. I could see that happen. Ooh, too. That'd be that would really be really tough. Have fun with that, Justin. Yeah, have fun with it, man. Um, he's in the division, too. He's Dory Red Sox more your rival. Fuck it, we're rivals with the Nationals. Dory and Brian, I think one of those two will go to Seattle. Um, I don't know where the other one will go, but I think one of those two will go to Seattle. Let's do some um, predictions. Yeah, I like doing predictions. Correa, I think, I, not Cor- I think Correa, yeah, he's calling that now. I think so, I agree. I say that I hope so. I could see it. I could see the I could see the Dodgers being like, oh, he missed down Seeker. Okay, fuck you. We'll get Correa there. I could definitely <laughs> see him doing Bryant. I realistically think the Mets. I still think the Mets too could be 100%. a real possible option because I think I think could play second base. Yeah, yeah. you got to okay. assume too. Bryant. We've been talking could. about this for a year now of Bryant to the Mets. I think it finally. I, I, I don't mean to I don't mean to change the momentum of the conversation here. Did you see the Rockies are interested in Chris Bryant? And tr- they that's, think they have a real shot at uh, resigning crazy. story. Resigning story too, yeah. They have <laughs> the worst front office in being. They're, they're the most they're inept. front office. The most they're, confusing. For they sure. have no idea what they want to do. They signed Antonio Antonio Sensatella to like a sixty million dollar contract. <laughs> <laughs> like they have no, no clue what they're doing. <laughs> it's so confusing, bro. It's so confusing. But we'll see. I don't know. I think yeah, Brian. No. I think Brian or Story will go to Seattle. One of those two. Yeah, they definitely want we Seattle. Story, I think, that's where I think story's going. Yeah, I think, I think Brian just because he's more of a true third baseman, and Seager's gone there, so that'd be a nice, uh, that'd be a little bit easier to fill, and you could probably get Brian for cheaper than Story, not by much, but nah, you know, yeah, yeah. The thing is with Story is that he had a down year last year, so if any team wants to target Story, this is yeah, and Brian's coming off of a borderline MVP caliber season, oh, so yeah. he was very good last year. Yeah, he was very, especially with San Francisco, which makes me wonder. I think San Francisco should want to bring him back. But. Ooh, I like that. So, Walker, you uh-huh. finally know my pain of all the times Orioles would go to the Yankees. How does it feel that Rugnado Odor <laughs> went to the Orioles? And he's going to hit, left the he's gonna hit 18 home runs next year, and, and 12 of them are going to be against the Yankees. <laughs> I'm just so happy that Rookie can grow his beard back out. because he yes. I know offense, but he, he, he's not. He looked rough. He, he looked honestly, big ass ears. I really, I really, I'm not a Bruno Odor guy. So like it's like no, neither am I, but he punched Jose Batista, so he's okay in my book. Yeah, like yeah. He follows, me. How he I follows me on Twitter. Hey, like. and the Orioles also made the last move of before the lockout was signing Jordan Lyles for Jordan $7 million. Lyles. Dial, uh, that's of all the teams, though. it's so funny. Of all the that's teams that signed someone. For all the teams that signed someone but didn't finalize a contract before the lockout, you have to wait for that to be finalized. Now. You got to think the Lyles now has four months to really think this decision through. <laughs> oh, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, well, the panicking. fact that he's getting $7 million coming off of a 5-1 ERA season. Um, um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you're going to be We only paid Matt Harvey a million. So that Bring him back? No, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. The Dark Knight Rise. He was baby. fine until you guys fucked him up. We did. <laughs> he we really did. was. We got yeah. back. That's what happens. People get that ninth inning ruined his whole career, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and then what what I was gonna, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah. Um I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, Verlander. That's that's weird, dude. That whole Verlander. I know we touched on it earlier. That's yeah, they never uh, consummated that uh they never basically. yeah, they never finalized that contract. Or sealed so. the deal. Yeah. No, they never as far did. as we know, Verlander is still a free agent. 
Can't wait for him to well, end up in. Let's Texas. not forget Ben Verlander is the one that put out the official story. Cousin of <laughs> Justin Verlander. Isn't it his brother? It, I think it's his brother. brother, yeah. It's his brother, yeah. Are they actually related? Yeah, which I, yeah. I which I didn't know until after he broke it. Wait, the brothers? I thought it was just like a coincidence. Yeah, because Verlander is such a common name. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I would have heard about it earlier, you know? Like yeah. a cop, like Leah, one of the covers, coverage guys for NLE is, you know, oh, one of the best generation. Weird. Um, but yeah, no, I that's I'm gonna keep an eye on, but I'm yeah. see how, how things work out. And I know realistically, I'll give it another, I'll give it two months till we get a new CBA. Oh, what if like we have the CBA get finalized like next week? I'd, I'd be hyped. Thank God. I'd, I there's no shot. No shot, but I'd be but there's no season. Oh, that would even be even better. I think we're gonna have It'd a season. Be even better. Yeah, we'll have I think we'll get season. I think we'll get a at least somewhat of a season. Someone's at a cave somewhere. Just a matter yeah. of who. Yeah. It's gonna be the players. They're gonna get fucked. Oh like, yeah, someone's gonna cave. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, gonna I'm, get I'm like not... the, they're gonna get the DH and then have to have like 10 years of service time before free oh, agency. Like it'll get worse. Crazy. <laughs> I'm on by the players here. Um I'm not going to side with the billionaire owners when they couldn't yeah, give housing to minor leaguers until like last August. Until they were bullied into it. Yeah. Bullied up by, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm off but I'm, I'm optimistic. Something gets done before the, before the, I, what I think, I don't think we're going to have a delay of a season, which is maybe I'm just too that's, optimistic. That's very optimistic. Yeah. I think we get, I think we get a CBA in like early February, which is just in time for the season to start on time, but that's where I stand Cool. Any last closing thoughts for anybody else? No. I'm doing good. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps up this podcast. Uh, don't know what else the hell we're doing. Blowing, you're doing a basketball one, right? Is that basketball. Still basketball. 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 Is that still a thing? I haven't heard, so I hope not. Okay. So <laughs> that wraps up this podcast. Uh, Clark, sure. You want to do the outro? Sure. <laughs> yes, I will. Because, you know, you got to subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even though we haven't been posting on YouTube because... Trying to figure that out. Thanks, Adobe. That. that um, it's the Sweet socials, Adam. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at SportsDepPod. That's SportsDepPod. This is the last baseball episode of 2021. So And probably something. of 2022. Possibly of 2022. You never know. Maybe. Just maybe. Of 2023 as well. Yeah, never know. And by that rate, that's a year and a half of Scherzer's contract gone. So stay tuned Actually, all that no, fun stuff. And it we'll doesn't. It delays. Uh, if there's no baseball oh played, it keeps getting pushed 45-year-old Scherzer. 40, yeah, literally 45-year-old Scherzer. Oh, that's horrible. Everything gets put on pause. So stay tuned for all of that crap, and we'll see you in the next episode.